and welcome to the Surveyors Trust podcast. My name is Megan Walker, your host. Today, our very special guest is Carolyn Morgan, who is the Secretary General and Chief Executive of the International Federation of Reproductive Reproduction sorry, Rights Organisations. And Carolyn is going to be our very special guest at the Southeast Asia Survey Congress in Darwin on the 15th to the 18th of August. Carolyn, how are you today? I'm very well, Megan, and don't worry about that mistake to do with reproduction, reproductive. You're not the first to make it. <laughs> it's almost like a bit of an icebreaker there, isn't it? So, <laughs> Pretty much. Do you want to start by telling us a bit about your background and then your role? I think you can probably tell it, even though I'm based in Brussels, I'm an Australian uh, from my accent. And um, before I came to Brussels to take up this role, I worked at the Copyright Agency in Australia a collective management organisation for authors and publishers. And um, I was very, very involved in the fight for surveyors' copyright in Australia. Um, gosh, going back many years to the, um, when the surveyors first came to us, explaining the challenges that they were facing, and, and then in every step of the way through the legal cases, establishing the right of surveyors to get paid when their plans are reused by government agencies. And um, it's it's been one of the... the great interests and great achievements of my career to have participated in that and to see the benefits now flowing to the surveying industry from that copyright fight. Fantastic. And so without that change in legislation and the way copyright's handled for surveyors, what would the landscape look like? Well, there would be just no money flowing to surveyors. So that the government was reusing the plans without paying any attention to the fact that surveyors had committed a lot of resources to developing and and creativity, not in a creative, creative author sense, but in a selection and arrangement sense, to the development of the plans. And they were not recognising that contribution when they were reselling those plans to other other parties. And so at the conference that you'll be presenting at, tell us, give us a bit of an outline of what you'll be talking to when we get all of these surveyors together from all all around Australia and Southeast Asia. Tell us what you'll be talking to them about. Well, I think that the situation for surveyors was challenging in, you know, the early 2000s when we ran these legal cases. But what we didn't see then was the impact of technology on the surveying industry. And um, you can't open a newspaper or or listen to the television these days without someone talking about big data, um, data mining, text and data mining. And so it seems to me that the the challenges that um, the surveying industry is facing in terms of technology um, and the impact of copyright and the changes in copyright law related to technology have a real practical implication for surveyors in being able to manage and to maintain the copyright in the works that they produce. And that's what I'll talk about. Wonderful. And so with that data mining, and I'm picturing in my mind the reuse and reuse, save even databases, are there some implications there that surveyors might not be aware of? Tell me more about that. Well, look, I think there are. I, I, and I, I do think that the impact of technology is, is affecting, you, you could say, the value chain for surveyors at every point. So there is a real impact, for example, in the way that plans are made. You know, the use of um, drone technology and other, other uh, computer tools in the creation of the plans may have an impact on the extent to which the plans are, continue to be um, protected by copyright. 
And then you look at the way the plans are fed into a database and um, mixed or put together with other plans and how the data points from those plans are extracted either individually or as a group. And then you have a question about how the surveyors can manage and control those uses going forward. Um, And that's just in terms of the traditional sale and resale of plans. When you look at um, the the existence of databases and the the value of text and data mining activities, um, you know, you you can see things happening on a range of commercial and and non-commercial issues. Um, You can look at text and data mining for, for example, Indigenous communities. You can also look at it for mining communities. So I think that there's a lot of potential and a lot of issues for surveyors to do with managing their copyright in in that area. Absolutely. And how do you track back the original owner or who becomes the owners? That question. <laughs> that's one of the challenges, I think. Um, and and I think that for, for surveyors, and that's where I think the Surveyors Copyright Trust is an interesting approach to this issue. And hopefully they have some answers and they've given that some thought to that and we can have a lively discussion when we talk in um, August on this very issue. Yes. Oh, I'm a lay person, so I'm just coming at this from a you know, a commercial small business owner perspective. And I'm thinking, gosh, that'd be an interesting fly on the wall stoush in court (laughs) once it's had all that blending. And Carolyn, what are some of the other commercial issues or implications for surveyors now in this data world? Well, I think that the, the, the big question for them is the extent to which they can control and manage the reuse of their content. So it's, it's the same issue that we dealt with you know, 15 to 20 years ago, but in a different technological environment. And what I'm hoping that I can talk to people about is some of the developments that have been taking place around the world to do with text and data mining and the role of platforms and other challenges that the copyright system's experiencing. And then perhaps, um, as, as you said, as a small business owner, point to um, some of the, the issues and, and concerns that, that the surveyors themselves should think about when they're building their plans and their own databases. Carolyn, is it practical for a surveyor to think, I created this, I will own it in perpetuity? Or is there some relaxation in that thinking that's required? I, I think there's some, um, I think there's a, <laughs> if I can say a yes and no answer to that question. Um, I think that the, the surveyor should definitely think hard about how they own the plan and how they can make, ensure that they own the plan. But ownership is not always the same as control. And I think that if you confuse the two concepts, it's important to own it, but it's also important to allow it to be used in ways that will create revenue for the original owner. So it's not about locking it up. It's about working out how it can be best used amongst um, other plans and other data and um, rights and remuneration still flow to the original owner. Oh, well said. I really like that, uh, the difference between ownership and control. That's a great one. And what else do we need to know that we don't already? What, what should I be asking you that you'd like me to ask you? Well, like, I think also as well as, as, well as the, the impact of technology and data mining on, on, on the creation, ownership and use of plans themselves, I think there's some interesting challenges for the entire land um, title management system from smart contracts and um, and blockchain. Uh, people are talking about that a lot. And, you know, some people say, oh, my God, blockchain, I'm over it. But really, when you think that the whole purpose of 
the government having a land titling system is to assure title in land and these smart contracts and um, blockchain type systems can enable that, then I think you have a large question about what is the, the public interest in continuing to run land registries. Um, and then I think there's another question, if you answer that in the affirmative, I think there's another question, which is about to what extent then do the surveyors themselves and their collective management organisations have a role to step forward and to provide the information into those smart contracts and that blockchain technology? So I think that's a separate issue, but an equally important one. And I'd like to talk about both of them when I see you in August. Mm, very interesting. So it's almost like a a change of the, I want to choose my words, the locus of control moving from the institution perhaps back to the industry. That's exactly right. That's a, a very good way of putting it. And, and I'm pretty sure that the institutions um, aren't thinking of it like that. They're thinking about how they can continue to ma- maintain the control. Um, but I also think that you have to look at this parallel development and, and also to see how it might be used overseas in countries where they don't have as well-developed land titling systems as we do in Australia. And I think it'll be interesting to compare experiences um, with other countries around those issues. Um, and, and that's why I think that the international nature of this conference will be particularly exciting and interesting. Very much so. And Carolyn, just to wrap us up, tell us a little bit more about what your organisation does in Brussels. Um, the organisation that I work for is sort of the peak body of collective management organisations or an industry association. So we group together um, 101, it's the current number, of organisations like the Copyright Agency in Australia around the world. So we have members in more than 80 countries. Um, And I must say that every time I visit uh, one of these countries, particularly some of the African countries where I know that um, they've been very interested in the Australian land titling system, I have a conversation with them about what happens with the copyright for surveyors there. And and one of the things that's quite interesting to me is that the surveyors in Australia are really the only ones who've um, been able to assert their copyright and then put in place mechanisms for managing that copyright to the benefit of the industry as a whole. So um, I'm hoping that we can take the Australian experience on this and share it with others around the world through my organisation. Fantastic. That's um, what a a great, um, you know, many of our members might not actually know that level of landmark achievement that the surveyors... I'm sure that's right. Yeah, isn't it? And so give us a couple of other industries that are grappling with the ownership and control of their intellectual property where they might not have achieved what the Surveyors Trust has and others. Well, or, or they have achieved it and they're facing these new challenges. I think one of the most interesting areas, which is um, very technical, is scientific publishing. And the reason I choose that is that it's very similar because of its reliance on data to the work that surveyors do. And so there's questions then in scientific publishing about how they manage text and data mining, how they maintain um, the ownership of their content and how they can adjust to changing business models. And um, I think there's a lot of insight in that experience of that industry for the surveyors as well, even though they wouldn't necessarily see themselves as likely comparators. Wonderful. Carolyn, we appreciate so much you you talking to us and we know how busy you are and can't wait to see you in Darwin in August for the Southeast Asia Survey Congress. Have you got any final words to wrap us up? 
just to say how much I'm looking forward to it and to um, having a conversation about these issues because I want to make it clear I don't have all the answers. I've got some ideas for what the answer might be, but I think it's um, engaging with the people who work in a practical sense on the ground, so to speak, um, that will help shape the future in that way. Brilliant. Start the conversations. Love it. (laughs) Thanks again for your time. We look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. Thank you very much, Megan. Megan.